Welcome to the Randomonium Podcast. I'm Danny Gula. And I'm John Stomp. And our uh, lovely producer over there on the ones and twos has a mic now. Uh, why don't you say hello, Jeff? Hey, thanks. I'm glad I'm lovely. Yeah, you're a I mean, <laughs> good you're, choice of adjectives. You're lovely on the inside. <laughs> um, so you might know John and myself from our uh, main jobs as YouTubers for VAT19. But you probably know Jeff a little bit more. Oh, that's true. If you have... If, if you know us from there, because Jeff's been in more VAT-19 videos than John and me combined, probably. Yep, yep. this is one of those, like, mind-blowing facts. Like, you, you don't know that you know Jeff, but you know Jeff. He's been in more VAT-19 videos than Jamie. Yeah. Jeff, um, I'll let you decide how you want to explain how they would know you, but... Well, there's something very appropriate about this, because you can't see my face, mm -hmm. but you can hear my voice. Yes. You can hear you, so do you want to give them an auditory hint? Uh... I am Jeff McCullough. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Jeff is the man that sings the VAT-19 jingle. That's right. So he's actually Joey's cousin. Mm -hmm. And back uh, in 2008, we're kind of going down a little rabbit hole. Yeah, here, but it's, it's an interesting story. Yeah. Uh, back in 2008, when I first started working at VAT-19, I, uh, I thought, you know what? You know what these videos are missing is a jingle at the end. Yeah. And so I kind of wrote like a simple melody and I needed somebody to sing it. I don't remember why I didn't have Joey sing it at the time because Joey's did, also a singer. But Joey didn't work there yet. Right? I know, but like I didn't it, work there. Yeah, well, Jeff didn't true. work there either. So it could have been. I think Joey was just busy that day. It, it literally came that. down to Je like well, Jeff has a. I'll take it. I'll take the job. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff also has a mathematical ear for harmony, um, where like he just you know, like th you you can think of it so well. So I, I think that probably freak, helped. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just think yeah. I don't. I don't remember exactly. I'm kind of teasing you. I, I don't remember exactly why, but I think I did. I don't know. Maybe I did come to you first. Well, the the point is, at the end of the day, that jingle was kind of a Lennon McCartney with you and I, oh. because I did a few different variations That's of it, true. and you kind of sang me a little, yep. a little version yourself. Yep. And then we dissected it and put it together. And did you really just compare you two to Lennon and McCartney for the yes. Bat Nineteen yes. jingle? Yes. Yep. Uh, I'm Lennon though. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll be no, McCartney. That, I, I would definitely say that would if that would be the case. Yeah. Jeff's definitely got the cheese to him. Jeff's yeah. McCartney. And John's. Uh, Lennon. I'll take it. Oh, I'm John Lennon. That makes sense. Yeah. Anyways, um, so what is this podcast about? <laughs> the Randomonium podcast is not actually about Bat 19. Believe it or not, we've not been talking about it for a couple minutes. Uh, the Randomonium podcast is uh, sort of loosely connected to the Randomonium YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, and what that is, the YouTube channel is, uh, we do all kinds of games and challenges um, and all sorts of stuff. We're going to talk about the YouTube channel actually today on this podcast. So we'll get to that in a minute. But this podcast is a little different. We talk about the past, the present, and the future, and it's always random. Yeah. And we each bring something uh, either from the past, the present, or the future, and the other person doesn't know what uh, we're going to talk about. Yeah, so today I brought the past. Yep. Uh, John, you brought... Well, we're, we both kind of know what we're going to talk about for the present a little yeah. bit, because again, it's about the YouTube channel. Yeah, it's a little different this episode than normally, but... But then, then I brought the future topic. I have no clue what you brought for that. That's right. So it's so. going to be fun. I'm always excited when you bring the future, because I feel like you always bring your, a future segment to antagonize me a little bit. <laughs> there are so many things I want to talk about in the future, so subscribe to this podcast, because we're going to talk about Mars for sure. Not today, but... Oh, dang it. I love talking about Mars. I yeah. love talking about self-driving cars. I love yeah. just Elon Musk in general. is like so Solar fascinating. Solar freaking roadways. Solar freaking roadways. And oh, we got to talk about the Denver airport, but that's more of like a past segment. I feel like we could blend that into the present. Depends on how we 
how we do it. We also uh, the Denver airport could be a whole episode. We, we could, could talk about we could the theme Denver. a whole episode yeah. around the Denver airport. Yep. But let's not today. Yeah, let's not. Um, that's generally what this podcast is. It's the past, the present, and the future. Um, so let's let's jump in the past. Yeah, but, but before we oh. do that, we do have to take a word from our sponsor. That's right. How could I so, forget our yeah, lovely yeah. sponsor? Um, are, are you sick of dry hands? I actually don't have dry hands. But. Yeah, but I mean, also, are you, are you sick of sometimes, you know, if you want wet hands, <laughs> you have to have sweaty hands? Okay. Well, not anymore. Because I could recommend to you not drying your hands when you wash them after the bathroom. It's a great conversation starter because you immediately shake somebody's hand and you get to say to them, I just went to the bathroom and washed my hands. I didn't pee on myself. I didn't pee on myself. So that's the sponsor? It's, it's the, not, con- it's the concept, con- concept of, of not drying not your hands. Drying your hands. Yeah. Because it's it's really it's against it's it's a lobbyist against uh, the electric hair dryers, hand dryers, and the uh, paper towel industry. That is a very... Uh, I don't know why they called, but they really like the show. I guess so. Wet hands. Wow. All right. Um, well, um, as you can tell, we don't have real sponsors yet. <laughs> I think that's pretty obvious that we don't have real sponsors. But that actually is a pretty good segue into a plug for Patreon, because this this podcast is not currently, at least, sponsored by anyone, yeah. but we are supported by our patrons. So uh, we we're are. actually going to probably talk about that a little bit later in this podcast in detail. But just know that you can support this podcast... For as little as a dollar a month, and you can get your voice heard because we like to incorporate our patrons' thoughts. Yeah, just head over to head over to Patreon.com/slash/Randomoniumshow. Yes. All right, now let's jump into the past. Into the past. Let's put our living stereo stylus in this groove. All right, back into the past. We're going to be talking about. Fake news. Oh, well, that wasn't that long ago. Well, or so you think. Okay, so I, what, the, my concept of fake news, I'd never even heard that term until, I don't know, the, the 2016 presidential election. So yeah. maybe in 2015 when they were campaigning and everyone started saying fake news. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's my entire concept. So, yeah, the concept started out during that, that people started hearing that term, the 2016 election, because there actually was a big problem with fake news websites, not right. the idea of real news organizations like posting stories that they then have to redact or retract yeah. because they thought, oh, it was it was a bad source or whatever. It was the actual concept of there are these organizations that put out things claiming to be news, but they're not. Yeah. Um, and now it's been kind of warped into this whole idea of like, oh, well, they reported that and that wasn't true. So that's fake news other than just being like, oh, they made a mistake. They're yeah. just like, this organization only puts out fake stuff. There's a difference between mistakes and then actual, like, trying to deceive people. Right. And yeah. that that was really where the term came from, was trying Deception. to deceive people. Yeah. Deceptive. Yeah. Um, so what I want to say is, uh, it is actually the most patriotic thing that we can do is to have fake news. Whoa, that's a hot take. Uh, that is a hot because take. Because our founding fathers were strong proponents of fake news how in the world are you gonna like yeah. how am i gonna back that follow up that up yeah, <laughs> yeah okay yeah. let me give you a little history lesson okay um you're familiar with the man on the hundred dollar bill uh that would be mr benjamin franklin mr benjamin franklin he was not a president no he wasn't but he was one of our founding fathers he wanted the national bird to be the turkey so he did uh it's a good bird it's all right it's not as majestic as the bald eagle it surely isn't but uh it's more delicious yeah that's for sure, but I don't think that's what they were going for. Well, anyways, uh, Benjamin Franklin had a bad habit <laughs> of writing 
fake news stories and publishing them for the sole purpose of getting his agenda executed. Really? So um, he, at one point, he was in France, or he was in he was in London. This was prior to the whole revolution, uh-huh. um, and he just got kind of bored. So he wrote this op-ed letter uh, that some people say it was about France and uh, and uh, England at the time, but it actually wasn't. It was Prussia and France. And basically, this story that he came up with was uh, Prussia was sending was deporting criminals to England, and uh, we were and England just fed up with it. Because it was going on, it almost actually started a war. Because these, like, they were like, "Hang on, you think you're better than us? That you're you're too good for the people we deport? Oh no! But why are you sending us your criminals? Like, you want to do that?" And it started this whole thing, and that was really just out of the sheer boredom for himself. Like, he was <laughs> wait, wait, he wait, was just wait. over there as a sort of ambassador, uh, trying to get some support for something. Yeah, uh, and and he just decided he's going to write this letter and he wrote it as if he was somebody else and he wrote this letter got it published in a newspaper how in the world did he get away with that like you would think that it, as an ambassador if he would write one made up story like that and send it to the right people and they start believing it's happening like why don't they when they find out that it's not really happening don't they trace it back to Benjamin Franklin and say I, I don't think it was it wasn't that it was a secret like it, it got out that it was him nobody just like it just happens. Like that's that's what they did. But they still escalated and got mad at each other anyway. Like, yeah, I mean, it, it, things cooled off once they figured out what was happening. So like okay. that was it. Actually, didn't start a war, so we were lucky with that. But um, Prussia, man, there was a Prussia was a bunch of hotheads. <laughs> he, yeah, but he wasn't the only one. Uh, John Adams actually wrote in his diary about spending an entire evening occupied with cooking up paragraphs, articles, and occurrences. Uh, for the working, like, to, to get things going the same way, like, the, the way that he wanted to do. And he said that he worked with his cousins, uh, uh, Sam Adams and some other patriots, to plant false and exaggerated, exaggerated stories to undermine the local authority in Massachusetts. So the Founding Fathers started using this idea of publishing fake stories to get the general public to not like the United Kingdom, or to mm. not like Britain at mm. the time. Uh, so what the, one of these like most important or one of the most well-known stories was one that Benjamin Franklin kind of, uh, really crafted and, and kind of got it to, got it really well known. He fabricated the story of, um, of native Americans at like the, basically being hired guns for the British to uh, scalp and kill uh, these Americans mm-hmm. in the rural New York areas. Okay. So he just started doing this, like, hey, look what they're doing, look what they're doing, look what they're doing. And it actually picked up traction and got people upset uh, at the United Kingdom uh, to the extent that Benjamin Franklin would, like, say the press is, like, it's a tool that we can use for the benefit of our revolution. So what you're saying is Benjamin Franklin was the original troll. Pretty much. Just trolling everybody He's real straight, I think the Prussia thing, that was a straight up troll. He was bored, wasn't fond of Britain. This is, all before, stuff. this is all before the revolution? Yeah, well, one of them was kind of like during the revolution. So, so he's just trying to like, yeah, he's just he's just a nationalist. He's just trying to rile up the American spirit against the the enemy. Yeah, but it raises, King George. It raises the question that, you know, while he has good intentions and like, yes, the uh, Britain was not great to us. At that time, and it would have been best to get them out. But the gen- everybody kind of thinks of the idea like everybody was on board, but there were plenty of people back then oh, yeah. that were just like, no, uh, we shouldn't go to war. 
we are British. Mm-hmm. This is stupid. We shouldn't be doing this. But and it was his job to get people against them, and he did. Yeah, I'd uh, say he succeeded. The fake news won. So I'm just sitting here thinking, Brian Williams, Dan Rather, like guys whose careers were absolutely ruined because they were fabricating or embellishing certain facts. Mm-hmm. And they weren't even like making up completely false things like these guys were. Yeah. They yeah. were just like embellishing stuff. Yeah, yeah. And their careers were absolutely ruined. Nobody can trust them anymore. And yet the guys who articulated the Declaration of Independence or Constitution were actually behind puppeteering. Now, they were like they were in favor of it. They thought it was an important, valuable tool for them to use. That's that's creepy. Yeah. So now would you so would saying- you agree would you agree with me in the statement of saying uh, fake news is foundationally important to the United States of America? I guess so. I think I've been living a lie. I feel yeah. like fake news is the reason why we're all Americans. So if you want to complain about Donald Trump com- taking an argument against fake news, you should say. Well, if you were a true patriot like Benjamin Franklin, you would encourage the fake news. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I had no idea. Yeah. I don't even know what to believe anymore. Well, I think the right thing to believe is fake news is good news. Okay. All right. Because you know the old idiom, all news is... Is it all news is good news or is it all press is good press? There you go. Well, it's close. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people will make conclusions that the average man is dumber than they used to be, uh, more dumb than they used to be, but to buy into this fake news now, but people did it then too. It was just, it's its pretty easy to buy into it. It's its the news. You trust them. I think, yeah, I think what's really at the, the core of this is that like people have been realizing since forever that like you can manipulate people if you have power. Mm-hmm. And so the press is a huge... I mean, that's just, that's controlled through, like, influence. Yeah. And um, so I think, you know, people realize, hey, whatever I whatever I say in this newspaper or whatever the publication is, um, people will believe it. Yeah, I mean, and really that is early propaganda if you think about it. Like, oh, yeah. Because he, while he wasn't the government doing it, eventually he was foundational in the government. So if we didn't put, you know, such importance on the freedom of the press, like... That's you know you would have more of that where you could have the government then just saying like hey okay well we we need to get people on our favor for this so let's put this fake story out there so mm-hmm. that people get on our side you could have more of that yeah um so it really uh, hopefully maybe that's why they saw it maybe they saw Benji's antics and they're like no 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 we can't have this because yeah. uh, this guy wants a turkey and to just start wars with Prussia yeah for kicks because well, he's bored they didn't hate him too much because they put him on the hundred dollar bill so yeah well he was a funny guy. Was he? He was a weird dude. Yeah, I mean, clearly he was a troll. So yeah, he's yeah. he's got some. He's a little bit kooky. I'm I'm into Benjamin Franklin. Oh, kooky Uncle Franklin. Oh, Uncle Franklin. Yeah. All right, well, let's move into the, let's move into the present. <laughs> let's go to the let's, present. Let's talk about the now. Yeah. into the present today what do we have to talk about today today we are talking about our youtube channel our youtube channel if you haven't seen it yet uh we have a randomonium youtube channel where we have a variety show yep um that we do at least usually a video every week yep um give or take some you know we have to take some weeks off you know for family time and stuff like that but usually every week yeah uh and it's a fun show where we just hang out and have fun so we are primarily uh, YouTubers at VAT19, like we said at the beginning of this mm-hmm. show, but we started Randomonium um, here in our own studio just to kind of like have fun as a group of friends that have grown up together. 
Um, you know, we also work at VAT19, but this is completely ours. Randomonium is completely our thing. It's a side job if you want to look at it like that. Um, and we just hang out and have fun and record it and yeah. put it on YouTube. And the podcast was always something that we kind of wanted to do but never got around to it. And yep. then we finally just decided to pull the trigger and start doing it. And we've really been loving it. Yeah. Um, but there are some things about the YouTube channels we're getting to the end of the year that we want to kind of make some adjustments on and do some things. So we are going to take a little bit of a break from uh, the live show that we do every week. We do a live show on Sunday nights. Um, and we're going to take a little bit of a break between now and the holidays to kind of regroup and refocus on the show. Uh, and make sure it can be everything that it can be. Yeah, because I think one thing that people might not really realize, maybe if they thought about it, but I think people probably don't really think about it too much, which is fine, is the fact that we make everything front to back with Randomonium. Yeah. Um, at Bat 19, there's a little bit bigger of a, there's a bigger team. There's writers and directors and editors, and we're involved in that whole team. So we're not completely making those videos by ourselves. But at Randomonium, it's just. Me and Danny and actually Jeff is doing a lot of stuff too. So, um, you know, we come up with the concepts, we set up the lights, we shoot the videos. And then before we were doing live uh, streams, we were editing those videos. It's a lot of work on yeah. top of our 40-hour week job. Sure so uh, we love doing it. Like I said, it's a, it's a fun thing for us. It's kind of a creative outlet. Um, but one of the reasons why we even started doing live streams consistently um, was because it's a little easier for us. Mm -hmm. And so we, we also came up with this idea of how to do live in a really fun way, which we've been doing for a good six months or so now, yeah. where we do some kind of concept live, and then when we get a super chat, which means you know somebody donates a little bit of money, um, it kind of changes the set by turning on some lights, and yeah. then we do some kind of random, you know, sidetracked, like... Just totally change the show and do something random. So and that's that's honestly been my favorite thing. It's been one of the, my favorite things we've done on Randomonium because yeah. it, it really speaks to the name of the show, like that it is random. But I think it to me, it's just hilarious the idea that somebody could be at home and just with a dollar be like, interrupt the show, yeah, stop like, what you're doing. Like the one time when we we uh, took every time we got a super chat, we would text somebody that we knew, like. You know, our wives or yeah. other people in our lives. Like, I texted my brother. Just, like, random people. We I, would text them. I texted our pastor. Based on the uh, auto... What is it? Autofill? Auto Autocorrect. Autocomplete. Yeah, autocomplete. Autocomplete. Yeah, yeah. And so there were, like, nonsense texts. And so, yeah, like, people with just throwing us a dollar, they could not only turn on the lights in our set... Uh, from wherever they are, but you know yeah. they could make us text people. It was just it's fun, so yeah. we we really enjoy doing this. I mean, you can hopefully hear it like coming through as we're telling this story. But like we love we love doing the live stream. But um, you know, there's there's a lot there's a variety of reasons why we need to take a step back for at least a little season. Number one being the holidays, and right. uh, we just you know we are we're family guys uh, first and foremost. We have we have families that we care about a lot, and right. we you know don't ever want to be so consumed with work. Even though this is fun, we don't want to be so consumed with that that we uh, you know neglect our families. Yeah. So we're we're gonna spend some more time with our families, and like we mentioned uh, in a in the recent randomonium video live stream about this same topic, um, Joey has already kind of taken a step back. Uh, for the last couple weeks to yeah. spend time with his family. He'll still be on camera, but just probably not as much right. as, as you're used to. Uh, but yeah, same reason. Like he, needs to, he wants to take a little bit of time back to, yeah. to be with his family. Uh, and we, we want to support him in that. Uh, and the other aspect that kind of goes into that is our Patreon page. We talked about that a little bit before. Um, yeah. We use the Patreon right now. One of the ways we use it is to help us come up with segments for this show, which this is been a great way to do it. So fun, um, and it's been really fun and awesome way. If you're not involved, uh, you can support us on Patreon. Help 
support this show. Yep. Uh, and actually get involved. Yeah, because like we said, I mean, this is our this is our own business. So this is not you know owned by anyone else. It's not funded by anyone yeah. else. We're just we're, right now we are in a a room that is our studio um, that is near our houses, and we're like completely funding this thing by ourselves. It's our own video production business, and the Patreon supporters, though small, they are very um, mighty, mighty, small yeah. and mighty. They're small and mighty, They're, and. Well, I, I think one thing we want to address too is that when we first came up with the Patreon, uh, the channel was way different. Yeah, Randomonium um, YouTube channel was very different. It was way different. There wasn't a podcast. Uh, we weren't doing the live thing, so it, it's not really set up right now for success mm-hmm. um, for the patrons to get the most out of it. So we we want to take some of this time uh, that we're taking a little bit of a break from the YouTube live show mm-hmm. to address that as well. Yes, to make sure that our patrons get the most out of it, uh, and that we can also encourage more people to be patrons and give like give them more. Uh, more benefits for yeah, doing that. More of a reason to support. Because not only are you supporting just us doing this, which is fun and hopefully entertaining for you, um, but you are contributing. Like, literally, we look at the patrons' um, comments. Yeah. Um, and like I said, they're small but mighty. It's usually uh, our good friend April jumping in there in the comments, throwing out ideas for us to talk about here on the podcast. But it's great because it gives us another perspective, another dimension. Usually this podcast yeah. is kind of two-dimensional with you and you and I. Um, but, you know, we throw the patrons in there and we get a completely different perspective. So yeah. and we so we get that, uh, you know, just a, a couple of guys asking for money is it's, you get... You get hit up all the time for people asking you for money, whether it's just advertisements wanting you to buy things or, you know, um, even to charities asking for your donations or whatever it is. So we get that, like, um, you know, your money is um, being pulled all the time from lots of different directions. But um, consider Randomonium if you, A, get some entertainment value out of this. We yeah. want to always be adding value to your day by entertaining, um, making you laugh. You know, maybe maybe introducing you to some some news stories that you didn't know about. Like, for instance, I just learned about Benjamin Franklin today. So. He is a crazy man. Yep, <laughs> or was a crazy man. Yeah, um, and you know, and if you would like to contribute to a show like this, then definitely consider it too. So this is not just a plug for for Patreon, but uh, I feel like we needed to talk about that a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, but I mean, it all kind of ties into what we just wanted to address, which uh, and I'll kind of wrap it up with this. Just saying, like, we're very excited about where this show is going in the yeah. future, uh, both on YouTube and on uh, the podcast uh, platforms. Uh, so we're going to be taking some time to do that, but the podcast will not be stopping. Right. We will keep doing the podcast every week. Uh, we'll keep putting videos from the podcast up on the YouTube channel as well. So content will still keep coming. We're just taking a break from the live show. So we have the time when we would normally be up here doing a live show. We'll be coming up here and, uh, doing business stuff, talking ideas and, and, and getting into what the future of Randomonium is going to be. That's right. Cool. Well, that about wraps up today. Yeah, that that's what's going on now. That is literally the the nowest thing that it's we can most, talk about. It's the most now thing. That is the most now thing that's so going now. on. So now. It's like so now right it's now. So now. It's like more now than now. Oh uh, man, let's move into the future now. Okay, I feel like we're kind of like like Zoolander. <laughs> let's move into the future. Into the future. <laughs> the future the future in the future robots will rule the world and i 
This is the future. The year 2000. Ah, I thought you guys were not going to do it. I was like, no, oh, this they're is doing a... something different. No, th there... no, this is different. This isn't the Conan bit. This, this is, is the Flight of the, the Concords Oh, okay, okay, good, good, good. <laughs> good job. It's kind of the same joke, though. You guys got to get past the 2000 thing. <laughs> it's really funny. It was seen as the future for so long. <laughs> Our kids will never get that joke. No, they won't. They're like, yeah, okay, I don't get it. Like, people used to imagine the year 2000, and it was just like, eh. Well, this will be even funnier then, because normally on the podcast, we yeah. talk about the future, and we talk about like very dystopian things, like distant future, what happens when it's, robots take it's over. Frequently it's frequently dystopian. It's uh, frequently dystopian. I think we actually decided last week that that's kind of a window into our psyche. Like, we're yeah. worried about the future. We're very pessimistic yeah. about what the future is going to we'll, be We'll like. figure that out as time goes by. But today is going to be different. Okay. This is going to be hopefully funny, and not too distant future, and by that I mean Christmas. Oh, oh, good. I was thinking tomorrow. I like. I thought you were like, what are you doing tomorrow? What are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> now hey. it's going to be the whole segment. <laughs> hey, don't put that idea down because I, I think we might have to pull it out of our back pocket sometime. That could be pretty what fun. You, what are you doing tomorrow? What, what are your plans? What are you, what are you hey, doing? Hey, uh, we're going to do a podcast, so what, what are you doing tomorrow? Yeah, yeah I'm going to go grocery shopping, shopping probably and yeah. Uh, yeah, hang I'm out gonna, with the kids. I'm going to make some goulash. Yeah. Okay, well, that's not what we're doing. Right. We're talking about Christmas and specifically Christmas. this BuzzFeed article that I came across, which oh, is man. just, it's very fun. I love BuzzFeed. Eight Christmas facts that you didn't know you wanted to know. Ooh, let's see, because I, I, I pride myself on knowing trivial things. No, really? <laughs> I know so many useless things. Okay, well, that's good. Well, let's see if you know these, but it's not really a quiz. It's more of just like, let's talk okay. about these weird things. Okay. In 2010, a goat farmer found that his goats... Oh, oh, wait. Produced more milk when listening to Mariah Carey's... Did you read this article? Uh, no, but <laughs> Mariah Carey's, uh, what's the song called? All I Want All for I Christmas want for is Christ Yeah. How, you knew this? I just knew that one, yeah. This segment just totally changed. <laughs> it really did. I, we're going to try to stump Danny now. Yeah, this, at the beginning of this podcast, we're like, when we, we talk about things that the other person doesn't know about. And, like, you know about all these things. I, actually, I, that's, I guarantee that's the only one. But, no, yeah, that that's crazy. So, a, goats produce more milk when they're listening to music. Yeah. And specifically. Well, not necessarily specifically that one, but that's just okay. how he, like, tested it. But so, they, they found out that goats produce more milk when they're listening to music. That's crazy. They're like plants. They're well, the plants. plants they're the plants milk. of mammals. <laughs> the plants of mammals. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Yep, goats are just the plants of mammals. Uh, that song in particular, I worked retail for like ten years. Retail employees hate that song. Oh, I hate that song. I'm, I've never been a retail employee. <clears throat> well, I mean, sort of at Vat Nineteen, but not really. That's like the Christmas song for me. I mean, it's okay. okay because it was the only Christmas album my parents owned. It's very quintessential. Really, yeah. Mariah Carey? Yeah, they owned a CD of that, and every Christmas, like that, would come out with the Christmas decorations and go in the CD player. Weird. And because, like, I remember, did your mom clean house on Saturday mornings? Yeah, that was when my mom did it too. And like, I remember waking up to music every every Saturday morning and Christmas time. It was always Mariah Carey's Christmas album. Okay, I. I should say, I don't hate that song. Like, I actually, I mean, it's fine. I just think my biggest beef with it, I think I might have said this before. I don't know if it's been on the podcast or whatever, but my beef with that song is nerdy, but it's so yeah. not dynamic. It's literally one dynamic, one volume, the entire song. The whole thing is one big chorus. Yeah. I agree with you. It has like a slight start to it, but then it's just like full speed. Dun, 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 dun. As soon as those drums come in, it's, yeah. the, it's just full speed, 100% the whole time. All right. All right. Here's another one. Number two. Ralphie from A Christmas Story, the main right. character, the little kid. I don't know anything about him. He was an executive producer on Iron Man. The movie? The movie. What? Yep. Is that what he does now? He's a producer? First of all, side note, doesn't it seem like 
that movie was like a million years ago. Like, seems like that guy should be really that old by mo- now. That, it's 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 confusing because it takes pl- it took place in the past when they put it out. Yeah. That movie's like eighties. Yeah, it, it, it took place in the nineteen forties, but, but the movie came in out in the, the early eighties. Okay. okay. So okay. I always thought it was like in the sixties. Okay. okay. That's interesting. They, they did a good job of making it seem very old because yeah, I always thought that did. it was like a at least like sixties, maybe earlier. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the ways you can tell wasn't in the forties is the the mom yeah. was in Indiana Jones movies uh, and Space Camp. True. She was in a bunch. Okay, yeah, sense, that's true. Sense, it's sense. been a while since I've seen a Christmas. But he was story. a. Pro- is he a producer now? Does he produce other things? I think he's just in the movie business. Yeah, he just he just makes movies. I mean, good for him. Yeah, he getting work. He's not. You know, he didn't really like rise out of child star. So now he was a producer. He was an executive producer. I'm sure. Oh, he's are... an executive producer. Yeah, which okay. you know that term is. Yeah, yeah, that 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 means they bankrolled something, or it can mean a lot of different things. Yeah, yeah. he might have had some creative control. Maybe he just had some money, but he, he worked, also made he a cameo. For, he, he made a cameo for... in the film. Really? What I don't do? really remember. I don't know where. This article doesn't tell me where. Uh, interesting trivia about that. S- similarly related, the guy who makes our gummy bears at Bad Nineteen uh, has a cameo or has a has an extra role in I think Iron Man Two. Oh yeah, that's right. He knows. Uh, Old uh, Robert Downey. Robert Downey. I, I I watched it recently. I couldn't find him, but R- he, he said you can see him in it, so I need to watch it again. Hmm. All right, now number three. Let's see what else. Artificial like. Christmas trees. Do you have an artificial? Christmas tree? I do. Have I do have one Christmas too. Tree. I normally go real. Yours is way better than mine. Yours looks really real. It looks pretty legit. Yours was probably expensive. Mine was like probably the cheapest one I could find. <laughs> well, artificial Christmas trees were invented by a toilet brush company. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. It totally makes sense. Look that makes sense. Look at this sense. picture. I mean, you guys yeah. can't see this picture, but like once you kind of see them side by side, you're like, oh yeah, fake Christmas tree, toilet brush. That's kind of the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Somebody's <laughs> like, hey, how can we milk some money out of the th- same things we make on Christmas? Uh, Goats. That's how you milk it. Let's just make them green. Oh, yeah. And let's play Christmas music <laughs> while we do it. Um, no, yeah, that totally makes sense. Mine uh, looks like you're like when you imagine a fake Christmas tree yeah. and it's like, those little like they're clearly like little fabric things. Yours looks like a tree. You thought it was real. When I thought it was. You real. walked into my house and you're like, "Hey, where'd you get your tree?" I was like, "That's fake. That's fake, bro." Does no. yours have like a, a trunk that looks like wood, or is it like the green? No, pole? it's got. It's uh, yeah. You kind of fold out the branches. Um, actually, yeah, they kind of fall down because they uh, they fold up. But um, the the middle is not. No, the trunk is not wood looking. Yeah, it's but just it's very just, thick. It's so. thick. Yeah, and you kind of like they're wiry, so you kind of like gotta. It looks like a fur or something like that. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's a it's a cool looking tree. I mean, mine like from I'm, a I'm gonna post a picture of it on Patreon. Sure. Yeah, mine. When you look at it, I'll post a picture of mine too. It's uh, <laughs> well, side like, by side. From from a distance, you're like, oh, that's a Christmas tree. You get closer, like, oh, that's a cheap Christmas that's, tree. Oh, that's a toilet brush. It's <laughs> a toilet brush. <laughs> okay. All right, that's a new game: toilet brush or Christmas tree. <laughs> Love it. Um, being a fan of like comic books or somewhat, you know, yeah. at least like Marvel movies. I'm a fan of superheroes. Superheroes. Okay. So I never was like uh, into comic books or any of that. Um, I don't have anything against it. I just never got into it. Yeah. Um, so I didn't know this. This was really new to me. You might know this, um, but Santa Claus is one of the most powerful mutants in the X Men. Now I've seen him in the in the Marvel universe before, but I'd never saw him in the X Men. He's a mutant in X Men. Yep. He he once wielded the Infinity Gauntlet to make really? to make his Christmas Eve deliveries. Okay. See now the episode the things that I've seen was he was a uh, he was an alien from another planet similar mm-hmm. to Thor. Okay. And there's like a there's like a a Christmas planet. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing to think about it. Like, and like the elves are like they look like the elves from uh, like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and they like defend Santa because he's like their king. Yeah, I just love. I'm thinking about like just somebody thinking uh, thinking through it like tr- logically. They're like, okay, how do we make how do we make Santa make sense? 
You know, how do we make this, Jeff's like... just shaking his head. It's just not how it's supposed to be. Santa's, like, friendly and happy. There doesn't need to be warmongering right. on planet Christmas. Yeah, well, no, like, he, he generally still does that. He doesn't fight. He doesn't fight. People brought the fight to him. I don't know. Look at fight. this picture. Look he's, at this picture from the comic He's book. fighting Oh, Iron no, that's Man. definitely him fighting. <laughs> he's, he's, like, got a fist full of rage. Oh. I, I think Mrs. Claus was, like, hanging out with the Guardians of the Galaxy at some point, flying their spaceship. It's, to get Santa back, it's it was weird. Like it's just weirdo. mixing too many things. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you gotta keep it. There's separate. a, it's a, I think it's on Netflix. There's a movie. It's like a cartoon movie with it in there. That's interesting. All right. Well, did you know the song 12 Days of Christmas," which is super annoying? Let's be honest. Does anybody listen? Oh to my that goodness! Whole thing? I listened to that song the other day and I could not stand it. It gets really annoying really fast. Well, I've never thought to do this, but somebody did. The sum of all the presents. So oh, I've, I've heard this before. I don't know what it up. is. It's 364, which is a present for every day of the year except for Christmas. <laughs> that makes sense because you get presents. On, you got presents for Christmas too. I guess they did that on purpose. I don't know, but uh, this article also has a pretty funny caption. That so says, is is that how? I've always wondered that. Is that how the song's supposed to be? So like on the first day of Christmas, you get a partridge in a, a pear tree. A partridge in a pear tree, and on the second day of Christmas, you get uh, two turtle doves. Two turtle doves and, and a partridge. A, are they saying, like, you got that, or they're just saying, like, uh, by the second day, I have had both of these I think things. it's added on top. I think you get two turtle doves and another partridge. First of all, it's a true love that's giving these gifts, remember? <laughs> yeah. Why the Are they giving is you the... your true love giving you so many birds? The geese laying like, you know, like, break up with that man. He's crazy. You have... A whole no, roost of no, birds. No, hold on. If you if you just like take take the geese in stride, you're gonna get yourself some golden rings. Think about that. A no, lot of golden rings. Not worth it. You're gonna lose them because you're gonna be surrounded by birds. <laughs> it is weird. All the birds are weird. <laughs> There's too many birds. It's way too many birds. It's just too many presents. Sorry for my cursing earlier, but those <laughs> birds are inappropriate Christmas presents. I will not have any of that in my household. My daughter brings home some jerk giving her birds for Christmas. That guy will go missing. Wow, that got real. Will not have too many birds in my house. Birds are outside pets. Poop <laughs> on the walls. <laughs> you sound very against birds right now. I'm no, sure. I have. I love my pet birds. They belong outside. So, how many chickens do you own? Yeah, they're, I own three, and I own three because I killed one. Remember, <clears throat> birds don't belong in the well, house. It was sick. Let's it clarify. Was it was sick. You didn't, didn't just go out and murder your <laughs> chicken. Just didn't go out. And needed to blow off some steam. By the way, this just reminds me of the new PETA phrases, which we're supposed to be using. Don't you know, kill two birds with one stone. It's feed, feed two, two birds, birds with, with one scone. scone. Oh Have you heard about this, Jeff? No. Oh my oh, god. That so should have been the present topic. I was kind oh, of okay should've... with not hearing about it. Though. Oh, it was amazing. Uh, we'll post that on Patreon too. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, so. In your household, yep. Do you guys, do your kids, set out like uh, milk and cookies for Santa? We do, like a normal red-blooded American family. Yeah. Well, in Ireland, you know what they do? Ooh, is it delicious? You could probably guess what they do in Ireland. Uh, is it shepherd's pie? No, because um, <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> that would be amazing. Santa would be so fat. Uh, <laughs> no, in Ireland, Santa gets a pint of Guinness. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, he, he's drinking a lot and flying. <laughs> but sleighs fly themselves these days. Yeah, right. It's all autopilot. Okay, you might, you probably know about this. Sure. I actually knew about this, like, slightly. Okay. Um, I'd heard about this. It, it's weird. I don't understand it. But we have some weird traditions in America that yeah. other countries don't have. Apparently, you know, like in Ireland, they have different traditions than we have. And in, and in Germany, they have a demon that steals your children and eats them if they're not good. Yeah, Krampus. Yeah, of course. So... Lots of countries countries do things differently. Um, 
But in Japan, have you heard about what they do at Christmas time? You know what they eat? Christmas, typical Christmas oh, dinner. Is it KFC? KFC. Yeah, it's KFC. I've heard like that. Like American yeah. Kentucky Fried yeah, Chicken. Yeah, they love them some KFC in Japan. It's so weird. I mean, you know, my grandma uh, used to get for one of our one of the things that was at Christmas was chicken from like Long John Silver's or something like that. Some some well, fish see, place had even... fried chicken strips that were good, and we would. I think it was. I think it was Captain G's. Maybe has chicken. Well, see, I don't even think that's weird. Like, it's not weird to me to have Americans be all into fried chicken, even for a yeah. holiday like Christmas. Like, that, if I went to someone's house for Christmas dinner, and they were like, all right, we're having fried chicken, like, I wouldn't be that weirded out. You'd be like, it. all right. Like, yeah. Okay, and that's just fried what you guys do. Delicious. But for the, for some reason, it's weird that they do it in Japan. Like, it's not... They're, well, they're healthy people. They eat a lot of fish and rice and stuff. That, too, but also it's like this weird American, like, fast food. Well, it, it does say here that it gained popularity, popularity after a successful advertising campaign 40 years ago. Yeah. So whoever their marketing guy was in Japan 40 years ago... He's killing it. He's totally killing it 40 years wow. later. Wow. Yeah. That guy... It became a national tradition. That's amazing. Wow. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I'm not saying I hate it. Like, there's some holiday foods that I'm just not into. So, like, yeah. I mean, like, I do like ham, but I'll be honest. I like fried chicken more than ham. Fried chicken is delicious. Yep. Fried chicken is awesome. Mm. I don't, I, who, if you ever met somebody who doesn't like fried chicken? No. Well, yeah, it's it's not that it's weird to eat it. It's just it's just such a crazy, like, thing, yeah. two things put together that I would not expect. No. All right. Okay. There's a pill. There's a pill. Called Father Christmas. I don't really know why. Okay. That when you take it, makes your farts smell like chocolate. Nope. Doesn't have. Doesn't work. Doesn't work? Doesn't work. What do you... Have you tried it? No, can't work. <laughs> it can't work. Why okay. not? First of all, how, is it? do I need a doctor to get this pill, or can I buy it on the internet? Um, is it FDA approved? I didn't look into it that much. All right, well, that's what we have a producer for, so we'll continue bantering on this <laughs> while Jeff is figuring out where I can get this, because I smell a future Randomonium episode. Yeah, I think that mm. would be a really good video. I mean... We gotta test that. Yeah, we do. Even if most of the reviews are like, this doesn't work, I feel like we gotta try it. Yeah. If farts smelled like chocolate, would that still be gross to you? Like, it's it still, might ruin it's chocolate. still butt air. <laughs> I'll <laughs> be honest. It's, actually, it's kind of bad that it's chocolate. Like, chocolate and, like, butts, like, you know, like, it's not a good combo. Oh my goodness. I, I almost just like... spit water all over the microphone. <laughs> it's a brand new microphone. But I feel like. Why Why chocolate? Like, they could have made it smell like something else. But even if it's, like, something delicious. Like, I love Mexican food. How does that work? If your farts suddenly smell like burritos, well, I mean, maybe they do anyway. But I don't... <laughs> <laughs> my, my farts currently smell like Old Spice and burritos. You still know they're farts. It's still butt air, but it just, it's masked. Yeah. It's like if you spray <laughs> cologne on a stinky body. Like, it doesn't make it less gross. It's just like... <laughs> if If that works... I want to take it to Vat 19 and just fart all day okay. and not explain to people, be like, why is there chocolate? And John's just going to be laughing the whole time. Like, I smell chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> like Joey's going to be walking around because he has a super nose, like staking deep breaths through his nose to find the location of this chocolate only to get nearer and nearer my butt. <laughs> oh, gosh. Wow, this really went down. Oh, the, my uh, goodness. Juvenile path here. Well, you, you you can't not get there with farts. Farts are funny. So, have you ever had fruitcake? No. I've never eaten it. It doesn't look appealing at all. It's basically like a brick that you can supposedly eat. It looks way too dense. It's so dense. It's like concrete yeah. with some stuff in there. Anyway, 
Did you know that they found a 106-year-old fruitcake in Antarctica? No way. And it was nearly edible. I don't know what nearly edible means. <laughs> yeah, I, would, I would say it's always nearly edible. <laughs> <laughs> well, it probably means like it was like it, it was so cold that it, there was nothing alive in it that could hurt you. Yeah. But it wasn't good. <laughs> I mean, isn't that, how different is that what, than right now? It, does it say where the fruitcake came from? <laughs> well, okay, there's theories. They don't know, but there was a 1910 expedition by a dude who has the coolest name ever, by the way, Robert yeah. Falcon Scott. What? <laughs> good for him. <laughs> it sounds made up, but it sounds pretty awesome. Uh, they thought that uh, they think that Robert Falcon Scott brought it. I don't know why. Maybe he was eating it. Maybe it was a joke. I don't know. I feel like fruitcake's one of those things that like it's always a it's joke. gotten lost to time. Like people back in the day probably liked it. Kind of like yeah. people used to eat liver all the time, and nobody eats liver anymore. Like, I don't know, man. Old, old people eat liver. Yeah, I guess so. It's on the menu at Lee's Famous Chicken. Oh. Yeah, and old people go yourself. to Lee's Famous Chicken. That's true, but I have been in there frequently, as you might know, and people order a lot of liver. Mm. <sighs> Different strokes, man. Different strokes, but like, I mean, I feel like it used to be a lot more common. Mm-hmm. Did anybody ever eat spleen? No. Can you eat a spleen? I don't know if you can eat a spleen. That doesn't sound... I don't know what a spleen does. I'm not sure. Well, they didn't find a spleen in Antarctica, but uh, they, they found, found a fruitcake. Fruit yeah. It's probably in fruitcake. Fruitcake has... It looks like everything in it. It's <laughs> like got... they just dump, like, nuts and gummy <laughs> bears <laughs> and, like, fruitcake bell is... peppers and... No, thanks. It's disgusting. You've never had it. I, I just look at it, man. <laughs> it looks like it tastes disgusting. Yeah. Okay, another fun fact. Reindeer, they can't walk and pee at the same time. Can anybody... I mean, I've never tried it, but I think I could. I don't think I could do it. You don't think you could walk and pee at the same time? I, I don't know. Like, by the way, I my could. voice gets higher when I can't believe things like that. That's crazy. I'm so incredulous right now. No, like, I, I'm just trying to think of it right now. Like, I can't pee if there's somebody too close to me in line at the urinal. I don't think I could do it and walk. Like, no, I think we've got another video on our hands. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna try to pee and walk. <laughs> the walk and pee at the same time challenge. No, you don't need to see anything, but I feel like we got to try that. I mean, I I don't think I could do it. Even if it's just like we strap a cup on and like you just like pee your pants. We got to try that, man. I'm curious. No, now. I feel like you'd have to do it like not in a cup because I feel like if you're wearing like a diaper kind of thing, that'd make it easier. So you think you, you think like I think it's the concept of coordinating everything. I don't think I could do it. You're just afraid of peeing on yourself? Maybe. What are you coordinating? You just let it go. Yeah, push a little. You push? I mean, you push a little. <laughs> you gotta start it. You know, like it's like a siphon. You gotta get it going. This got really interesting. I'm curious now, like what the How would you muscles describe? you use are <laughs> when you when you urinate. I feel well, like I, mean, I don't push. You gotta do something because otherwise, like you'd pee yourself all the time as soon as you have to pee. Like no, I, like, I mean I hold it in. I use muscles to hold it in, but then when I have to go, I just let go. Of yeah, those. I think it's just that's just a perspective thing we're looking at. You're looking at it as letting go. I'm looking at it as starting. <laughs> This got really interesting. I'm ki- we need to look up the like the medical like what's going on here. Are we yeah. like are we pushing or are I we... think you're pushing. I think you're squeezing your bladder. I don't know. I feel like I I don't know. We'll see. We'll look it up. Yeah, I have no okay. clue. I don't know how bladders work. <laughs> okay, well, I I can tell you about the goats that listen to Mariah Carey, but I don't know how the human body works. Does anybody really? I mean, are, do farts normally smell like chocolate? <laughs> okay, so because the reindeer can't walk and pee at the same time. Right. They have to stop 
and they have to stop every six miles. And it's so regular that they stop every six miles that in Finland they're like, oh yeah, like it's a, I don't know what the name of it, but it's a, it's a Norski. Like that's a, it's like it's two P's away. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's the unit of six miles because it's like, that's how long reindeers have to wait. Do, so do they use reindeer to actually pull carts? Like in Probably Frozen? not anymore. This is 2018. But I'm sure they, I, I guess it's know. a big animal. Why not? I guess so. Maybe I'm really ignorant. Maybe they do it like... I mean, that would make sense why Santa has reindeer pull his sleigh. Like, Yeah. I guess in the north you could just have reindeer pull things. They're, really, they're probably really strong. I bet. Yeah. They're big animals. Yeah. I've seen them. <sighs> they're that, real. Reindeer, man. They really got us going on a lot of different they, topics. Yeah, they did get us going a lot of different ways. But I, yeah, I don't know if I could pee while moving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Well, this has been... I think we, we ended a future segment on, on a, a high happy note. note. Hey, we did it. We did it, guys. <laughs> Yay. That's, that's a big step for the podcast. Yes, yes. Not ending on a downer, but you did spend a significant amount of time trying to do that. I was texting you earlier, like, yeah, I'm trying to find something that's a little happier. <laughs> well, it's not necessarily that it's a downer, but the future, it's so unknown that, like, a lot of times our minds go to, like, well, what if this happens? And what if this happens? Yeah. But uh, this was just kind of a fun little, you know, uh, Look ahead for, you know, Christmas is in a couple weeks, and we're kind of in the spirit. So I thought it'd be yeah. fun to talk about some, some random fun facts. No, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, if you guys want to support the show, again, check us out on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash randomoniumshow. Yep. Uh, we're also on YouTube. Uh, check out youtube.com slash randomoniumshow. Yep. And, uh, Thanks again to our sponsor. Yeah. Wet uh, hands. Wet hands. Yep. Unnatural wet hands. Unnaturally wet hands. Because it yep. it's not sweaty palms. It's for getting your hands wet in the bathroom. Yep. Um, thank you for them. Uh, any real sponsors, please, uh, please, please. Check come, it out. We won't, we won't put, make weird things <laughs> like that for you. We're scraping the bottom of the barrel here <laughs> with these weird non-sponsors. All right, well, thanks again. This has been the Randomonium Podcast. I'm Danny Gula. And I'm John Stom. On the ones and twos was Jeff McCullough, and we will see you guys next week. Next week.